Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Polly, three quarters of the way through learning how to fix a Rubik's Cube. And also joining me, no quarters of the way through learning how to fix a Rubik's Cube, is Liam Baker. I ate my last one. <laughs> did, you, did you just peel the stickers off and stick them back on the right side and then declare it done? Yeah, well, I licked all the flavour off the bottom, but then they wouldn't go back <laughs> on the cube. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Um, we are genuinely going to be recording a really short one today because we, we wanted to record to go through a couple of bits and bobs, but um, uh, Tim's feeling ill. Ben is currently, we think, moving the second story of his house, having done the first story and the garage, and he's um, hopefully going to be back in the next couple of weeks once he's finished literally deconstructing his house and putting it somewhere at the amount of time he's taking the move. So, Just, just um, on that, didn't Ben live in a bungalow? <laughs> I'm not sure if he lived in a bungalow or if he represents a bungalow. Because mm. he's got no hair, so he's got nothing up top, you see. Hey. Hey. He's got a sweet pair of double Ds. Uh, right. Anyway, um, been, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it felt felt like OG Top Gear. Um, anyway, um, so there's um, a couple of announcements have come out from. Um, I'll say a couple. One announcement has come out from AMG uh, this morning. So uh, if you are on any Discord servers, you'll have seen it pop up. Um, AMG have added a digital version of the rulebook for X-wing. Um, and they have added it to their a page at uh, atomicmassgames.com forward slash xwing-docs. Uh, and if you go there, you can find the latest updated version of the Star Wars rules. Um, so these are the rules, according to their Facebook post, um, that were released in the new starter packs. So the Rebel and Empire starter packs had an updated set of rules on them. Um, so there's a whole bunch of um, useful information in there um, that it's probably worth your while, particularly if you're a judge or a TO of, of events, of actually going and having a read about it. Um, because there has been... No, nothing's changed um, as far as I know, um, but it does... Uh, it does clarify a few bits and bobs, and it's yeah, it's uh, it's handy and it's good to have it. So it's good to see that they're still working on X-wing products, and I think that's the main thing that I've taken from this is that there is somebody in AMG still working on stuff to do with X-wing. We've not seen any new product or any new content for a while, but there, it is still in their head. Um, so I'm, it's it's given me a little endorphin boost today seeing an Atomic Mass Games transmission coming in that I didn't have to immediately delete because it was to do with Marvel Crisis Protocol. So, yeah, yes. That's what we call it. Um, should we talk about store championships then? Liam Baker? That's me. I'm being okay. addressed. Yes. Right. Let's do Let's do the uh, American ones first. So there's two American ones that fired last weekend. We've got the Lost Star Store Championship from Gig Harbor, Washington, uh, which is on the Pacific Coast, and it was run on Saturday this week. So um, it was won by somebody called Pope Man, which, let's be honest, is entirely unfair that the Pope is playing because, as we all know, 
men of the cloth get to cheat because nobody will ever accuse them um, of cheating because they're ministers. So, Well, what I'm getting from that <laughs> is that if he won, clearly all his opponents were below 14 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, no, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm a Northern Irish Protestant. I have to recuse myself from this conversation because um, I'm biased. That's fine. I will double down. <laughs> right, so Pope Man's list was Darth Vader, Juno Eclipse, uh, Tomax Bren, Major Rhymer, and Deathfire. So three bombers with uh, barrel rockets, bomblet generator, saturation salvos going on. Um, actually, he only had one of them. He had that on Tomax. He had uh, interesting build on Rhymer, cluster missiles, skilled bombardier, thermal detonators, and feedback ping. So it's a bit of an interesting um, combo. And then that Deathfire, who's got the ability, obviously, to yeet bombs wherever. Uh, and then uh, a full, fat, seven-point Darth Vader um, with Malice, Brilliant Evasion, Shield Upgrade, Advanced Optics, and Fire Control System. So spend all those points to have a ship that's not quite as good as the six-point Battle of Yavin Vader, but nearly. Do you know what I'm getting from that? What? He wanted all the bombers, right? And he had a point left over. And he was like, I want to put Vader in, then put the 6.1 in and went, no, I can't have a one-point bid. I'll have to have the 7.1. He could have he could have bumped Juno Eclipse up to a five-pointer, though, couldn't he? He could have put Juno up. Is there a five-pointer? Is Rex Larbrath a five-pointer? I think he is. Who knows? Not me. I don't care enough. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, it's interesting. Like, Vader's really good anyway, and that is just a, um, it's a really, like, he's taken all of the Vader options and basically gone even double blanks, doesn't hurt me, because I've got optics and I'll have a lock focus. Um, So I'll be able to spend lock, spend force, spend focus to maximize damage output if he needs to. So um, it's a bit rude. Uh, So well done to Pope Man. Um, Apologies that your nickname has caused some kind of flashbacks um it was actually quite a big one this one there was 24 players um who saw it the day so um normally you get like drops and stuff but all of the players seem to have played um all four games so um yeah uh, i'm just having a look down top finishing han was fifth um which you know Despite the fact it being perceptible, well, I say despite it's a, it's clearly a very strong build. Um, but he's got hand look. He's filled in his ships though with Gina Moonsong in a B wing, and Bodic Avenge in a Fang Fighter. So that's interesting that he's got Gina with um, plasma torps, proton cannons, and an FCS. So that's a I five, um, another I five shot. So um, third place is nice. What's what's happened in third place? Oh, Rimbers. Five oh. of them. Oh, he's he's called his list six max donuts. Gotta love it. <laughs> but there's only five donuts. Yeah, no, because he couldn't fit another one in by the looks of it. <laughs> he's only got two points left, so he's gone right up put a vulture droid in because I have to. So he's put DFS eighty one in uh, the Siege of Coruscant version, um, and he's got yeah, he's got five droid gunships with discords and cluster mines and. He's got Kalani in there for keeping his calculates, and he's got energy shell chargers rattling about, and all sorts of missiles and things. Oh, yeah. Kalani for keeping fun. calculates. Isn't that what Kalani does? 
No, Kalani, that's cracking you're thinking of. Oh, uh, Kalani is the one that allows you to get a target lock if they are in your bullseye for a stress. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. Yeah, that brings back memories of um, people flying for HMPs and going, well, they're wholesome, while drifting around the outside of the board doing a murder on you. That, that's how scummy they were. Even I didn't run those. <laughs> um, in answer to my question about um, five point tie advanced, he could have traded Juno Eclipse up to the standard loadout Marek steel from the new starter pack. He's the five point uh, one, so probably going up one Vader to seven was better. Well, he's got elusive outmaneuver and afterburners, which is a fairly rude little set of combos. Um, point at me, or I will kill you. Um, leave my Vader alone. Um, so yeah, well done to um, well done to Pope Man um, at the Lost Star uh, Store Championship for for winning with what was actually a fairly interesting combination of Imperial ships um, compared to a lot of what we often see. And I mean, I'm just looking down some of the lists here. It's it's clear that this has been one of them amazing store championships because there's a Republic list that came forth that has a lat in it, and nobody's flown a lat for years. Um, I think not since Tim uh, at Worlds. Um, then you know, there's not been that much rebel floating about. There's not. I mean, there's hardly any resistance. Um, and what there is has got two Y wings in it. So, um, and a transport. So you've got to represent that. Um, shout out to a um, friend of the podcast, Joe Churchman, um, who's come sixth uh, with Scum, um, flying two Fang, Sturge, Lima, and Bosk. So, um, yeah, well done, guys. Looks like a. Well, gen- genuinely looks like the kind of event that I would actually just really enjoy going to and walking around going, this is nonsense. Everything on this entire room is nonsense. Apart from you, that one person who's flown that standard hand list. You know who you are. It's going to be me Dick soon. Dick Willie. <laughs> it's going to be me soon. Um, <laughs> um, next one along is Red Claw Store Championship in uh, Edmonton in Alberta. In Alberta, Alberta. Um, this is another one won by Jean-Luc Larue. Um, so I think we've oh, previously I, talked about that. Um, I was hoping his surname would have been Picard. No, sorry, Jean Jean Luc Larue and his dad Paul. Um, so they've been around X Wing for years, and Paul used to do loads of alt arts and stuff. Um, back in version one, he's possibly still doing them. Who knows? Um, so Jean Luc has won with a separatist list. Um, there's a uh, with a Roomba. He's got um, he's got Zam Wessel GGS 047 with Kalani. Um, DBS 404, Dirge, and the Iron Assembler. Nice little five ship list. I like the look of that. Don't understand most of what it does, but I like the look of it. What do you think? It's, it's fairly simple. Uh, let me just bring it up. So, obviously, Dirge, we all know, although he's gone for an actual crew with Bo Katan Kree's. Don't know what that does. Uh... <laughs> Quick to the Yasby. <laughs> No. Um, you guys can find out and send me a message and let me know when an interactive podcast. <laughs> while you perform an attack, if you're at range zero to one of the defender, you can re-roll an attack die. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I was about to say it's the one that if something dies you can remove a red token, but that is the scum one. It's um, re-rolls. It's re-rolls, it's good, right? Rerolls at range zero as well. Yeah. 
But you yeah, know, I mean, if you get that range one banger, then you've got an auto reroll on it, and you've got your focus. So, yeah, you know, Django Fit Crew's right. interesting on the uh, on the Roomba. On the Roomba, yeah. Obviously, that is. Uh, I think when you're attacking, you can spend your lock to turn a focus down to a blank. Oh, um, yeah. Because it, it screws Jedi, because Django kills Jedi. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Siege Coruscant DBS, fairly solid. And, yeah, like it, it's all pretty simple in its individual state of each ship. Yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. it's just five fairly solid pieces. And, obviously, the, the, the Iron Assembler's there because he's two points. Yeah. But outside of got... that, it's just four things that can operate individually, which is strong. Yeah, yeah and Notorious Sam Wessel double-tapping. As well, which is always yeah nice. with perk up. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I love um, that. It's a nice little build. So well done to Jean Luc um, for winning that uh, that Red Claw comic store. championship store. Um, interestingly, second place was uh, somebody called Nick B, um, who came second with uh, Lebel in a, a um, YT twenty four hundred. YT twenty four hundred with Luke and Keo and Sabine and Hall, so trading um, Han down to a six pointer from a seven um, allows you to basically take all of the ships. So he's got Sabine in the A wing instead of in the Tie Fighter. So if you take Sabine in the Tie Fighter, you get Han. But obviously, this player has wanted to use um, use a bit of a twenty four hundred, so is upgraded Sabine, and it is an upgrade. She's much better in the A wing than in the Tie Fighter. Um, so it's good. I like the look of that. I still haven't bought that pack. I've got a twenty four hundred sitting here, and I'm just like, I don't want to buy a pack for two cards. It just makes me sad. Um, yeah, cool. So well done, Jean Luc. Um, go on to the next one, which is the UK one that happened. Um, I'm not sure if this is the last store championship in the UK, but it, we're we're definitely running out. Um, although for this one. Wonderfully, the invite actually went to the person who won the event. So one player went 4-0. It was Phil Pond from the Farcast Focus. Thing. No, he's 186th now. Farcast uh, Focus one anymore. <laughs> just for streams. Uh, so Pond from the 186th has, has won that event. Um, just looking down, um, he's taken uh, the, the three T70s, Zori and Ludo list that I know Dom has been selling around the place and telling people how wonderful it is. Um, so, yeah, well done to him. Um, I'm interested to look at um, Frog Lex's list, who came second, uh, or was one of the 3-in-1 players, because he's taken a uh, Republic list, but he's gone with Oddball Wolf, Anakin from Siege of Coruscant, but he's taken Shaq T instead of Jag, and then Padme. So he's traded what is possibly one of the best support ships in the game in. Um, it's not the Siege of Coruscant Shakti where she gets to do uh, free coordinates to people, um, but she can get Oddball and Wolf holding their tokens, um, or at least Oddball holding his tokens. So normally the weak point of him is that he gets a single modded attack and sometimes he whiffs, um, where Shakti can offset that. Um, can also do stuff like make sure that Padme's proton torpedoes are double modded, um, and also that she's going into engagement with focus evade lock instead of just an evade and a passive sensors and a clench. So, um, yeah, really nice. 
Really nice change. Anything else on that one catch your eye? Apart from all them scum lists. Uh, no. No, not four fangs. Oh, four fangs? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I was like, you're not looking at the list, Liam. If you were looking at the list, you'd have said there's four fangs. <laughs> I skipped straight past it. I was looking further down. I was like, where's the separatists? So um, J, JPB um, has brought Fen, Fenrau, Cadsolas, Joy, Rekoff, and Torfun, and then Bosk in a, in a head under. Um, he's got Prockets on Torfun. He's got Beskar on all of them. He's got Optics, Fearless, Predator on Fenrau as well. He's got Iron Torps on Joy for all of that stuff. So, yeah, four fangs, man. Back in the day, I remember when that lit the place up, and now you get a free headhunter and some upgrades as well. So is it better? It might actually be a better list. Still probably really struggles at salvage, though. I would think. Maybe not. I don't know. Might have to give it a, might have to give it a spin. See how it feels. So anyway, well done, Mr. Pond. For winning a store championship and an invite to America, maybe we'll see you in Chicago. Maybe not. But also, maybe. C- complete spineless man for giving up on scum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should <laughs> should have won it with scum. <laughs> well done, but not well done enough. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be sad. Um, no, he's, he's, gonna be, he's gonna be too busy being happy. Oh, we have got one more to talk about, which was in um, in Germany. Um, so, oh, Baden, Württemberg in Germany. Um, so, uh, it was won by Illy, um, who we've um, mentioned. Right, let's see. If, let's see if you get this right. He's not put his list in, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. But he was apparently flying Republic. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, you always get Illy and another person mixed up when it comes okay. to who does well in the Sith Taker leagues. Right, fair enough. And I want to know if you know which one Illy is. Is he the he's, one you confuse him for or the one that wins? He's the one who won this event at Baden-Württemberg in Germany with a Republic list that he hasn't put into Longshank, so we can't talk about it. Yeah, that's fair. This is a... Uh, you haven't submitted your list... We are all metaphorically spitting at you with seething anger. We're very sad. Second place was um, min, uh, was Republic um, Two Arcs, um, Etta Anakin, Mace Windu with heightened perception, the Seven uh, B, and uh, a Nimbus class B when Contrail. So um, I do think I know what Illy's list is. To be fair, what is it? So I think it's the three Seas of Coruscant arcs. Matchstick and broadside with ion cannons and whatever bombs fit on them, and then a two point Z ninety five. Okay, that's a lot of chunk. Yeah, it works out like forty eight health or something. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I went into that with two Nantex before, and uh, he gave me a prostate exam. Okay, <laughs> so Ellie's the one that does well in our tournaments, right? Yeah. Yeah. Playing the game against him is like you get off to a decent start, you think it's going well, you realise it's going downhill, but the uh, and you're trying to put the brakes on, you're trying to do what you can to save it, and the brake fluid lines have been cut, and it just 
goes south so quickly. He's such mm-hmm. a good player. He'll get the smallest advantage and he will extend it. You, I'm still trying to find a way to stop that from happening because I've never beaten him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. I've I've had the pleasure of being smashed by him a couple of times in, in various things. It's always lovely. It's great fun to play against, but you know, it's fun in that kind of way where he's just smiling at you while rinsing you. So, um, yeah. Um, I still need to remember to send him something for winning the last league, and I keep forgetting to post it. Um, he's forfeited it because he didn't submit a list. <laughs> to be fair, I think I need to commission it first. Um, <laughs> I actually have something to send you rather than just some crap from my drawer. Um, it's got Sith Takers written on it in crayon. Um, so, um, yeah, there was the um, the other thing. It was um, XTC. We'll talk about XTC a little bit, um, but if you want to get a full deep dive on it, there's like two hours of Liam, Connor Holmes, and Ollie Pocknell talking about it with kind of the kind of the brakes taken off. Um, although Ollie tries to put the brakes back on every so often when he realizes what he's doing when he tells Connor and Liam that they can say what they like and he doesn't care. And as soon as they start saying what they like, he suddenly starts caring. So, um, yeah, XTC is going on. Um, Ireland had a week off this week, so nothing exciting happened to us. Um, what happened to the Pirates? Uh, we won. Uh, I think we're currently 4 0. We're still waiting for the last round to get played. Uh, and then we are rolling straight into the French. Ah, uh, you're in a six. You're in a six grip, aren't you? Yes, but if we beat the French, then we're guaranteed through. I think. Yeah. So I think this you've you've got. Did you beat Canada? Yes, we did. Okay, so you beat the the reigning champions. Basically, you took a round off them. Um, yeah, they've lost three games all tournaments so far, and all three of them were against the Pirates. They've five and oh, their other two rounds. Nice, nice. So, okay, yeah, they've got a, a nice big 81 points um, banked up. So, you've been squeaking through three twos, but France two three have... twos, a four and which could be a five and Yeah, and then France have done kind of similar, I think. Um, so, Oh, cool. Well, yeah, it's a it's a busy one, and somebody's going to be disappointed between the Pirates, France, and Canada. Um, it looks like the other ones are kind of out of the race. Yeah, South Africa and Norway have lost three each. Czech Republic have lost two and won one. So I don't think there's. I think it's a it's a three way tussle between France, Pirates, and Canada. Um, Ireland has got our big decider this week. So we've got um, Hellas. So Greece. This week, um, they've got one game left to play against Scotland. Um, I'm not sure when it's being played. I think it might be tonight or tomorrow. Um, it's been delayed, um, and it's two each. So whoever, if Scotland win that, then Hellas can't qualify because they'll have lost two. Um, if Hellas win that, then they'll be on two and one. We'll be on two and uh, we'll be on one and one. So we'll then need to beat. Greece and Wales to qualify for the final. Um, Colombia, congratulations to them. They've won our group already, Group B. So, um, yeah, they're played an absolute stormer so far. And they've got, I um, can't remember who they've got left. It might be Scotland. It will be Scotland. Scotland played us and now they're playing Greece. So, um, yeah, so they've got Scotland left to play. 
um, and they've already qualified. So the worst they can do is come second in that group now um, if they lose one, but I think they're going to win their last game as well. Um, in other exciting news, Germany still romping home at the top of Group A. Um, surprise case that the Netherlands have lost their first two rounds. Haven't it is a Yeah, massive surprise that they've lost two on the bounce. Um, and then in Group C, Australia doing really well. Very strong team, very strong individual players. Uh, Brazil doing well. And England, one and one. So I know they've had a bye week. So it's not... They lost to Australia as well. Yeah, so they've lost to the current group leaders, but they basically need to close out the uh, the event by beating the other three in the league, uh, in the, the division group thing. Um, see if they can get through. Um, group D, the one that we all thought was the kind of group of death, maybe still is. USA, Poland, Spain, and the US Islands um, all still kind of battling. US Islands are kind of uphill now. They're one win and two losses, but with it being a six-person, uh, a six-team group, sorry, it could still go down to a somebody who's lost two um, could could push on. Um, but at the moment, it looks like it's between USA, Poland, and Spain for those two slots. So whatever happens, it's going to be a surprise for one of those because there are three fancy teams. And this is what happens when it's the interesting thing I think about XTC is that if you don't make the finals one year, the next year it becomes harder because you're not a seeded team. So you, you're not one of the two teams in your division that made the finals last year. Um, so you'll end up having to play against two of the, the fa- more fancied teams. So um, I really hope we make the finals again so that we don't have to come up the hard way. Well, I think we can do it. I mean, that's the position that we're in as Pirates. Every year. Because you can never be seeded as the Pirates. Can't we? I don't see why you should, because you don't always you're not always guaranteed to exist, are you? I mean, if if we make finals, I feel like we should. Yeah, it's kind of a bit of a weird one because the the concept of the pirates team is that at a at a certain cutoff, if there's a weird number of teams, the pirate team is formed to make sure that the groups are okay. But this year, kind of, we've ended up with three groups of five and two groups of six because the pirates were brought in at the last minute. And then another team submitted an entry at the last minute. And then the US Islands came in at the last minute. And suddenly it was like, oh, we've got too many teams. We can't split these evenly. Oh, well. Um, and having already formed and taken money from the Pirates, they couldn't then say, ah, no, you can't. Here's your money back. You're not allowed to play losers. So, I mean, it's good fun. And it's in keeping with the way that the XTC used to be run in person, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like. Used to yeah, be, yeah, I get it. It used to be five, you know, f- teams of five would go to wherever in the world and play games, and some teams would have six people, and that sixth person wouldn't get to play, and so they'd pull together all the six people and say, "Right, you guys be a team," <laughs> you know, and it's more fun. More people get to play, more rounds, more more X wing. So, um, cool. That's XTC. Um, not, I mean. How's it going for you personally? Like, I'm not playing. I'm captain in Ireland. I'm not playing because I'm, I'm out of form at the moment. So how's, how's it going for you? Are you winning? Uh, I lost my first one, which was annoying because I put my list down and then realised the list I submitted was different to the one I thought I'd submitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I put my, my other two. Uh, 
have been strong wins as well. I think the one against Andrew was flattering. Um, it shouldn't have been as a disparate scoreline as it was. Um, but I've got... You mean you crushed him like the newbie is, right? The scoreline says that it was like 20 to 8, but it, was, it wasn't it was that close. I had a couple of ships that were clinging on for dear life. Mm. And um, you've, 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 you've got Corentin for France. I've got Corentin this week, yeah. He's all right but at the game, him. I'm also undefeated against Corentin. Have you ever played him? Yes. Okay, I was just checking. I played him at the Expo two years ago. Uh-huh. So it's one, you've played once and you won it. It's a hundred percent record. Okay. It's not like you know forty-three games. He's, you're not inside his head. You're not like you're not like Dom against Nick. You know. No, no. I have asked him already why he waters down his wine. Oh, you're getting on the psychic stuff already. Psychic, and then he psychological stuff. Yeah, he tagged me on Discord, and I went, "Who's this? <laughs> New number? Who this?" Uh-huh. And now he said, "We can play Sunday, and it can be a decider." And I just said, "No, I want to play in the week. <laughs> I want to play first. Thank you very much. <laughs> Put the pressure on somebody else." <laughs> it is always funny in the, when you're playing the XCC because you kind of you don't want to go first because you don't want to lose and get the team off to a bad start. And you don't want to go last in case it's the decider. So you want to kind of play second, third, or fourth. Third, I think, is the optimal one. So, like, just trying to, like, schedule your game for kind of midweek-ish after maybe one game has happened early. But, yeah, stuff happens. So, anyway, that's XTC. Um, It's going to continue running for another couple of weeks, and then we'll know who's in the finals, and then... We'll try and decide when the finals are going to happen, but it's probably going to be in about a month from now, in about four weeks. And then somebody will get really excited. Uh, some team will win. We'll talk about it. And then uh, we'll forget about it for another kind of 10 months. So that's how the XTC goes. Um, right. Uh, have you got anything else to talk about? Because I think we might actually be genuinely done after half an hour. Uh, no. Right, so we've got some really good content coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, we've been chatting to some people we're going to get on as guests, and I don't want to trail it um, because I don't want to jinx it, but um, I'm a bit excited about some of the stuff that we've got coming up. Um, we're going to talk about um, a lot of stuff around um, competitions and events and tournaments um, rather than just rattling through lists and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think I've come to terms with the fact, Liam, that these are the points that we're going to have at Worlds, and I'm I'm willing to be happily surprised and and find out that I'm wrong. Um, but I'm going to start pick. I'm going to pick a list in the next couple of weeks, and then I'm just going to mainline it from now until the end of March. Um, are you though, or are you going to change your mind a week before, pick a list you've never flown before, and make make adjustments, and then get mad at yourself that you made adjustments? Well, that's what will probably end up happening. But what I intend to do is pick a list and then rep it through until the um, until Worlds. And I might I'd like tweak it and adjust it based on stuff like or like trade other ships in and that kind of thing. But 
I think I'm probably going to end up looking at either Rebels or Resistance as the factions that I'm most comfortable with and then just learn how to play, basically. Because um, I've realized that I've genuinely... Like, I think, I think I just have given up caring about X-Wing at the minute, and that is a really bad headspace to go into tournaments with. Like, I don't care if I win or lose. Like, I love playing the game. I love pushing chips around and chatting to people and, you know, having a good time. But the outcome of the game is irrelevant, and I can't be bothered to think through all the consequences and, you know, go through the decision trees properly. I'm just like, yeah, one bank fits, and I'll I'll see what I can shoot when I get there. Oh, nothing. Never mind. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking about things properly. So I need to go back to basics and just start, you know, trying to figure out, um, take basically give myself as much of a crutch as possible. So I might end up flying Han and then I'll be the pariah. I don't mind. I'll take it. Although I suspect that people, as we've talked about before, are starting to get wise to what you need to do to beat Han. So, um, you need to be a good Han player to do well with Han. Otherwise, you'd be on the bottom tables, or I would be certainly. So, let's see. Let's see where I end up. Um, on that note, have you any shout outs you want to do? Uh, shout out Boarding Brum. Uh, I want to shout out uh, James Cotgrave, Ash Turner, Toby Harris, Adam Freeman, and Matt Flockhart all going down to Boarding Brum on Thursday. Uh, for some X-Wing, we're looking at doing it monthly, uh, but it turns out it's probably going to be fortnightly now, which is nice. And I can fly dumb stuff, mm. which is what I'm going to do against you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's nice. It's nice having that instead of just going for a tournament, which is all I seem to do. I don't play casually anymore, which I don't like. Uh, being able to play casually is the enjoyable part of the game for me, and to get that back is uh, really nice. Cool. Yeah, it's good. Getting those people down, just like being able to just either try stuff, try dumb stuff, try pieces, like individual elements, and say, you know, I know, it's like what we were talking about, I know you hate the hand list, but it's like, right, I'm going to have Han and Luke, but I've got eight other points and I want to trade in other pieces and give them, give different variations a try. Um, and you don't want to do that at a tournament. But, you know, if you're going to get a couple of games on a Thursday night in against somebody, then you can be like, right, I'm going to try this different A-wing or this or that or the other thing. You know, I'm going to try that four fangs list and see what I like about it. Um, you know, that's iterative list building. And that's the thing that I think that I miss. Um about uh about I think all this building is finding bits and bits that work and then putting them together and see if they work as a whole. Um I guess it's still in place for this one, but maybe it's just something uh something a bit different. Um I just want to quickly shout out um an opponent at um in NCX this week, um Obi Juan, who is um a very accomplished um arcs player who absolutely tore me to pieces so we were playing um chance engagement and i thought i'll take some jedi and i knew that obi obi plays jedi so he's from um i think west coast america so i was on a 5 a.m game and he very politely annihilated me with his favorite list when i was basically 
going, oh, I can't hit bullseyes on you. And he was going, Delta 7Bs don't need to hit bullseyes. Three hits, suck that down. And um, yeah, just ex- everything exploded. So, um, But it was lovely. He said he listens to the podcast and he enjoys what we do. So I figured I'd say hello. So hello. Um, and thanks oh, for the I, game. Forgot, I forgot one. Who have you forgotten? I want to shout out Octopus Crime. Octopus From a couple Crime. of episodes. Yeah. Uh, basically, you asked me what stood out in that event. And I went, that guy's name, Octopus Crime. He sent me a message on Discord. <laughs> he went, thanks for the name check. And I was like, oh, he listens. <laughs> Fantastic. Still still one of the best handles. Got to give it. Exactly. Got to represent. I told All him right. he needs to get it animated and use it as his uh, Discord picture. And he's like, I haven't thought about that. And I was like, maybe you should. <laughs> right. Um, okay, well, that's us done. As I said, short one. Um, but we'll be back in the next couple of weeks. Um, we're going to try and bully Ben into coming back on. He is actually going down to club tomorrow night to play. Uh, so he's been back for the first time in about six weeks since he started moving ice and didn't have the headspace to do it. So it'd be good to see his little his little cheeky face again. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. So thanks for listening. Uh, it's goodbye from Liam. Toodles. And it's goodbye from me. Bye bye. <laughs>